0: Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose, a podcast made possible by Skylife Success, a SkyPass group company. Join Krish Dunham, an author and speaker whose messaging has been described as the junction where God's ability and man's availability meet hope's accessibility. Greetings, beloved. We hope that you had a magnificent Christmas and are in that week with anticipation of the upcoming new year. 2021 will soon be in the history books and coupled with the year 2020, the annals of history will chronicle this time as a period when the world was in upheaval, collectively and combined. There is not a principality or a municipality on earth that was not affected by the events of global consequences in this past two years. From the early pinings of a virus that seemed to have come out of Wuhan in China, our early days of the pandemic, wondering whether it would affect us, and as the issue of the contagion began to spread and numbers of cases and diagnosis started becoming global, the world began to take notice of something that had finally crossed its own shores and made it a casualty or a statistic. Coupled with this was the insecurity of people and the feeling of helplessness as we were constantly reminded pictorially and telescopically of this small little red ball looking virus that had brought the world to its knees. But those of us that believe and those of us that had hope continued to wonder what we could do, whether this was a time that we were called to rise up and believe something differently. In this edition of the pursuit of purpose, uh, I want to take on something called it is finished. Because regardless of what happens in the world, those words from Jesus on the cross have stood through the time that we have lived, the times before we were, and will continue to have meaning for the times after we move on. The Bible says in John 19:30, when he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. This is from Debbie McDaniel, a contributing writer to iBelieve.com. She goes on to add that in Mark fifteen thirty seven, we read, With a loud cry, Jesus breathed this last. According to Bible scholars, this loud cry may have been those very last words that John records, It is finished. He spoke it out loud. He declared it for all to hear. He uttered a loud cry to his Father in heaven for the whole world to know and for every evil force to have to flee to, for Christ's work on the cross was complete. Done, accomplished, paid in full. It is finished. If you want a comprehensive sermon on It is Finished, I would recommend you go and try to find Spurgeon Podcast, Charles Spurgeon Podcast. And uh, his sermons are available, reread by others with great dramatic effect. But the voice of this prince of preacher and the very way in which he articulates it is finished is one for the ages. You know, when in within and Spurgeon adds within the confines of the Bible commentaries attributed to Charles Spurgeon that Jesus became the final and ultimate sacrifice for our sin. The word in this verse finished is actually from the Greek word tetelestai, tetelestai, which is the same word that means paid in full. Often it was used in an accounting term which indicates that a debt was paid. The uniqueness about the way it was written is that the tense of the word indicates both the point in time it was complete and that would also continue to be complete or finished for all time. And this is the essence of what Christ came to do. He came to finish God's work of salvation in us. He came to pay it in full, the entire penalty or death for our sins. He is at work in our world still today in powerful ways. Now, I'm going to take a page out of Spurgeon's book when he says, whenever you hear words that are profound, whenever you read the text, first, listen to the word that is being said. Listen to the word as it is being read. Second, wonder at its worth. So first, listen to the word. Second, wonder at its worth. Third, proclaim it to the world. I want to add something that I just wrote, and then maybe we'll dissect these three complete moods on the word, it is finished. The Greek word paid in full or paid in full, tetelestai, tetelestai. Jesus, he was what he was, sinless, to come as he came, spotless, to live as he lived, guiltless, and love as he loved, faultless, and save as he saved, boundless, and bless as he blessed, countless, and die as he died, flawless. And the reason I wanted to read that component and put both Jesus's life, his words, it is finished, and put it against the grand parallel of what we have experienced in this last 18 odd months, is the fact that as we looked at our present continuous misery and the way we were held hostage to an invisible force, i.e. a virus, coupled with regulations that were put on top of it, regulations that were both medical and political. We found ourselves being completely at odds with some of the core beliefs we had. Those that believed that they should not be vaccinated took a stand. Those that said it was necessity for travel acquiesced. And as a result of this, the world seemed to have gone down a different gospel thread. It's almost as if even those that believed those words, it is finished, began to sit up and ask ourselves, God, is it truly finished or is it happening around me? And is what was finished going to take care of this time, my need, my place, my, my burden, my grief, my anger, my angst, my sorrow, my depression, my disasters? Everything was going to be looked at through the lens of my own discomfort. I was going to equivocate how I worked based on what regulation said I could or cannot do. I was going to be able to reflect on where I interacted with people based on what the medical community said I was able to or not able to do. The very way in which I greeted people was now relegated to a fist bump and which which required sanitization before and after. We did not do communion. It went away into cups that were done for cleanliness and hygiene and wafers that were packaged as if almost to say that the blood of Christ that cleanses all the very blood that flowed from Calvary. When the, pier- when the spear was pierced into his side, some, some say that the point went into the cross itself. And Christ said, OK, death, I have taken away your point. I have taken away your sting. With all that was said in it is finished, mankind began to realize that no, it was finished maybe for one time, maybe it was finished for that time, maybe it was finished for some time, maybe it'll be finished any time, but I don't think it is finished in my time because I'm looking around and there is this consternation and grief that surrounds me, there is this despair that grips me, and there is this complete upheaval in society and its patterns that confound me. So here we are. How then do we listen to the word of God? How then do we wonder at its worth and how then do we proclaim it to the world? I want to go back to what Spurgeon said when he recla- when he said, Jesus became the final and ultimate sacrifice for our sin. The word in this verse finished. is actually means paid in full. Now, when you look at your current situation and as you go into the newness of anticipation in the year 2022, Chronologically, a calendar will move its pages. And if you were lucky enough at Christmas, you probably got a calendar that had motivational verses on it. And I'm proud to say that I have actually made some calendars motivational verses. So someday, somewhere in the world, when someone looks at May 12th or August 30th, and I'm just throwing out random dates, uh, they'll see a quote from Krish Dunham. And I'm supposed to feel flattered. But God said it is finished. Listen to the word. What does the word mean to you, paid in full? What does the word, it is finished? What does the word finished mean to you? Does it mean complete or does it mean uh, total? Does it mean uh, in totality? Does it mean that all the doing has been done? And I think when Christ died on the cross, all of that mattered. So during this time, the people I found that were the most peaceful in the last year and a half were people who had faith because they began this premise with the belief that it was indeed finished. That when Christ died, it was a past that was fulfilled in terms of prophecy of old. It was a present in the dying based on the fact that he looked at sin that had been hung on the cross alongside him and said, even though I was sinless, I take your sin and I'm strapped to this cross. And when I die and I give up my spirit and I go back to the father, that very sin you hung on me will go with me. So for all of future, that mankind feels that it has to fight any battle on its own, I will stand in the gap because I stood at the beginning and said, it is finished. How glorious it can be that as we move to a new calendar, we have to don't even ponder and ask ourselves that before the common era, there was a prophecy, and after the common era, there was the coming that was finished. So the very calendar that we obey was demarcated in time by the very man who stood on that cross, hung on the cross, for the sins of humanity and said it is finished. It is finished not just in time, not just a time, not just some time, but it is finished for all time and it is finished in your time. Your calendar is finished. You and I participate in a finished work. There is no virus that can hold us back from the glory of God. There is no principality that can regulate us from worshiping God. There is no municipality that can create edicts that will prevent us from having the cure of God. Does that mean in our manifest man-made destinies, we ignore all that is happening around us? No, we need to go back to the word of God and listen to the word. And that is the word that will give you hope in this time and for all time. Second, wonder at its worth. No man in human history, whether he was a prophet or a holy man or self-acclaimed, Leave alone the man who said, I am that I am, the son of God. No man had ever said these words, it is finished, and that's asked humanity to follow him. No man ever said, it is finished, and then said, because it is finished, you can live in me freely and fully and completely and totally. I have paid it in full. I'm paying it in full. I will always pay it in full. It is a past in prophecy, it is a present in prediction, and it is a future in promise. Wonder at the worth of this word, it is finished. And lastly, proclaim it to the world. What are we supposed to do with this word that God died for us? That He loved us so much that He stared death in the face? That anguished and agony He hung on that cross? For those I talk to in the medical community, they say the greatest travesty anybody can face is be awake during the confines of grotesque injury. It is almost easier for them to pass out from the pain or it's almost easier for them to lose a limb than to look at the limb that once was there and is now amputated and look at that phantom pain that continues to grip them. Think about six hours on the cross. You know, Max Lucado in his poem says, did it have to be a cross? Did not a kinder of death exist in six hours period between life and death? Uh, all because of a betrayer's kiss. And the interesting part of that is Christ was in agony as fully human. He was in agony as separated from God the Father because he had left glory to come to earth to bear that sin. And as he took on the sin of the world and the world grew dark, for six hours he agonized between life and death. When he thirsted, they gave him vinegar in a sponge. They spat on his face. They put a crown of thorns on his head. They drew lots for his clothes. And there he was, hung between life and death bleeding from the side, completely drained of everything that was human, relying on the only thing that was divine, fulfilling a promise that was worth proclamation. And for 2,000 years, both those that were believers of the promise and those that were persecuted because of the prophecy, if you love me, they will hate you. So here we are in the world where all kinds of identities are debated and people still debate that God could be man, but that man somehow can be man and man can become woman and do whatever man wants to do. And yet God hung on that cross and said, it is finished. My friends, as you close out this year, I hope that this appeal to you is one that will encourage you to come back in the new year with new ideas that we will present to you. But I want you to forsake the old that was given. Look at this 18 months. Don't look at it through the lens of what you have personally suffered. Don't look at it through the lens of all of that that was political and all of that that was legislative. But look at it through the lens of God. Listen to that word. It is finished. It is paid in full. He came to pay it in full. The entire penalty or debt for our sins. Our sins existing 2,000 years after the man who said it is finished died. And rose again. So, listen to the word, wonder at its worth, and proclaim it to the world. I will see you again on the other side of New Year with a brand new episode of Renewal and New Beginnings. Thank you for being an ardent and faithful subscriber to this podcast, The Pursuit of Purpose. I always remain your humble host, Chris Dunham. Thank you for all the likes and follows. Continue to share this message and let this word that we wonder at, let the worth that we marvel at, and let the world that we need to proclaim it to be both benefactors and beneficiaries of this word. It is finished. Good luck. God bless. that concludes another episode of the Pursuit of Purpose with Krish Dunham brought to you by Skylife Success. Please subscribe, rate, and visit us on the web at krishdunham.com and SkyLifeSuccess.com, where you can find our social media links and access to additional resources. Till next time, happy learning and happy living.